Welcome to Hutton Over Live. It's Thursday. It's at the slightly later, and again, a little bit later than that time of 900, oh, 2100 hours. That's what it is, really. Galactic Standard Time. And of course, it is time for the news. I'm Dick Chafing. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and here are your headlines. Scandal as genetically engineered rodents steal ship. Clues to the origin of the Van Munnen star plague. Hutton beats the odds and enters pending election. Final GIMP 2 prizes awarded. After frightful freeze, Hutton's heating hits hot times. There was an intergalactic scandal this week as it appears that the rascally family of genetically engineered guinea pigs managed not to only steal but fly and crash one of Lacon's flagship space cow trucks. The deceptively cute and ever so slightly squeaky creatures appear to have snuck in during routine maintenance to upgrade the hull on a Type 9. Commandeered the controls, performed a thoroughly illegal speed liftoff, crushing a diamond back and a viper on the way out, managed to get the frameshift active and promptly vanished off radar, leaving only a cryptic message written in a secretive code known as Brainfuck at the offices of the local Universal Cartographics. When deciphered, the rodents had left a note saying that they thought they were travelling to the Thoth 1A system. Sure enough, after a thorough search of Thoth throughout the night, the smashed ship was salvaged. It turns out that the ship that they took to Thoth contained a huge directory from Universal Cartographics of BGS data. Yes, big galaxy survey data, the backbone of all reporting about system states and faction influences throughout the galaxy. Along with the smashed remains, a simple encoded message was left behind in the ship, complete with some tiny droppings and more than a little shed hair. Message as follows. With the mysterious plague that gripped Van Manen brought single-handedly under control by Nurse Wyeth of Hutton Orbital, there were rumours that it had not only spread to Epsilon Indy, but also Hutton Space itself. Searching for the source of the outbreak, scientists have honed in on a single laboratory deep within O'Connor City. How the weaponized Impetigo managed to escape from the station is currently unknown. Our reporter Rex Bottoms was dispatched to that station for another and completely unconnected report, but maybe we can tune in live to him there to find out if he has discovered anything. Rex, are you there? This is Rex Bottoms with a special report for Hutton Orbital News from O'Connor City. 
I've managed to obtain a black market permit for the system, which, despite being owned by Hutton, is still access controlled by the sublime order of Van Maunen. My production team, including the T-boy and Jeanette, the lady who does my hair, have found, buried deep within the station, a series of locked rooms. In cabinets strewn about the place in what appears to be haste by the sublime order of space hippies, we have found references to a secret locked archive tomb deep within the station. We're here now. Judging by how dusty it is, <coughs> it hasn't been disturbed for many years. There is some writing on the outer sealed door. I can't make it out. Looks like an ancient, very dead earth language. Possibly Esperanto, maybe French. No, don't worry about the big red cross signs and skulls. Just break it open. We're carefully opening the secure door now. <coughs> the interior is dark, and the rush of air has kicked up even more dust. I can make out, <coughs> I can make out what appears to be the wreckage of some kind of antique ship. Shine that torch over here, Martha. For God's sake, stop your teeth chattering. It looks like the battle-damaged remains of an ancient interplanetary shuttle. Looks like it's registered to the Beta Pictoris system. Not much of it left, though the cockpit is still partially intact. Just ignore those inscriptions, they're not warnings. It's probably just congratulating us on finding it. Inside, it's very strange. The two seats are intact and there's no sign of anyone ejecting. Lots of damage here though, and what appears to be the remains of, well... A robot of some sort plugged into the console. Half of its head is missing. Looks like a piece of shrapnel took it out. Martha! Martha, unplug that cable! Stop worrying, there's nothing in here but us! Hutton listeners, this is astonishing. Some of the circuitry from inside the ship appears intact. We're taking it back to the lab for analysis. Maybe there are answers about all of this. Sorry, officer, we were just looking. Press permit, Hutton truckers. Look, I know we're not supposed to be here. Yes, we saw the signs. We didn't think they applied to us. Uh, the duffel bag. Uh, that's just my lunch. We'll be off now. For God's sake, Martha, stop shaking. Right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rex Bottoms reporting from the Forensic Research Lab at O'Connor City. We'd retrieved some of the circuitry from the damaged and entombed ship, and we're about to see firsthand what it was all about. Our lead scientist here, Professor Parkin, is about to download the source code from the remaining intact chips. Okay, who turned out the lights? Anyone got a torch? Parkin, old chap, you've got your lab coat caught in the... Oh. Martha. Martha, don't look. This is horrible. Someone call a medic. What is it now, Martha? That's nothing to do with us. That's the immunology lab next door. Why is it hissing? I don't know. Probably a safety seal or something. Hang on. Let me look at this screen. Well, that's strange. Who would have the words, Give me your trash as a screensaver? This is Rex Bottoms, rather freaked out, and making a strategic retreat from the lab. Oh, my good grief. The poor professor. It sounds like things down there are dire, and we hope that the dusty environment hasn't permanently damaged our bottoms. 
For the time being, it appears we should issue a complete lockdown on all ships flying to Van Manen until we can discover why these malfunctions are happening and ensure that all safety seals on dangerous biological samples are thoroughly tested. More as this situation unfolds. We have had an unexpected leap in good fortune in Epsilon Indy, home of Indy Bourbon and one of the more recent acquisitions by our expansion team. Working out of the Krylov planetary base, we have managed to push our nearest opposition into an election. Yes, once again we are poised to purloin a part of that system. We're so close to the Indy Bourbon that we can nearly smell it. Either that, or Cecil's been at these desks again. <sighs> the protagonists, the People's Epsilon Indy Progressive Party, not to be confused with the Progressive People of Epsilon Indy or the People's Party of Epsilon Indy, nor even the Progressively Partying People of Epsilon Indy, Splitters, will no doubt put up a stiff opposition. But at least this time, it's a peaceful poll. At last, we have managed to dig our judges out from the bottom of the pile of submissions for the GIMP 2 run. With first place already having been awarded in the PC and Xbox entries, it remains to allocate our fastest runner-up and top trucker prizes. We're delighted to announce that Commander Bread Riverboat, also known as Old Man Riverboat, has been awarded the runner-up prize for a time that was only minutes behind our first finisher, the ever-calculating Commander Wotherspoon. And our top trucker. There were many entries for this. Commander Splendor for his epic initial voyage in a sidewinder. The Holiday Hero for his mug-dropping antics. But the judges decided that the Dark Paladin should be awarded the top trucker prize for mug-trucking above and beyond the Call of Duty. Not only did he do the run in a sidewinder, he did it multiple times, including a minimum of five trips to Hutton Orbital for more mugs. Locking a time of an Alvin's hair over seven hours, he also managed to beat Commander Splendor's excellent time. That kind of dedication should be rewarded. So we are, uh, rewarding it that is, with coffee and a Hutton stencil for the coffee. All other entrants are also receiving a commemorative Hutton pin badge for their flight suit. All commanders are reminded that pinning a pin badge to your flight suit invalidates any warranty with regards to its airtight properties and any dangerous decompression is entirely at your own risk. As a quick aside, we're grateful to all the commanders that volunteered their services last week after the heating broke down and Lister I-69 got his tackle frozen to the zero-g urinal. We're glad to say that he was removed after liberal application of an industrial strength hairdryer with only minor burns and a bad case of frostbitten testicle. We're sorry to say that the rescue team fared less well, with at least two of them losing their lunch and one so traumatised by the experience that he has had to be brainwiped. He is now to be found working for Customs and Immigration on the North American continent in Seoul. Ladies and gentlemen, it only remains for us to say a very warm happy birthday to Major General Noctivegas, who is celebrating his 90th birthday today. He is spending it with his family and a room full of colourful birds. We understand one of them is from Norway and called Blue. I have been your host this evening, Dick Chafing. 
And I've been lending him a hand. And now, for a tune for Nocti and our very own Bottoms. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. No, seriously, don't. And we are back. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for our news. We are trying a new... Well, we'll always say we're trying a new setup, but we're always trying something different because, you know, we don't like to sit still, do we, Dave? We like to try and improve things and make it better, which often means making it a little bit more complicated. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a bit like the central heating from last week. I mean... Yeah. Theoretically, it was simple. Restart the boiler, but little did we know that Listerai had dangled his tackle into that urinal. <laughs> yes, well, you know, you can always count on him for something involving PP. Right, well, we have set up in the TeamSpeak server a lovely green room uh, where people who can who want to listen to the show live on TeamSpeak can go in there without cramming up the studio, which means we were able to bring, you know, various different guests through from this evening for, of course, we have the Hot Pit Report coming up with uh, Even Star. We have the Community Goals with Commander Flossie. We have not this week got, uh, well, Jimmy the Mug special. Um, I believe he is currently doing this new job and we'll be back next week with a report well, on how well so, it goes. So last week he was in charge of a, a, a big cruiser of some sort. Um, yes. I suspect he might have been killholed after last week's episode. But. He, he was part of the Hot Tits team um, out there doing some tourism and unfortunately getting hyperdicted by well I wouldn't spoil anything of the episode if you haven't heard it. It is available on huntandorbital.com If you go down to the Listen Live and go down just below there you'll find all the past broadcasts and you will find Jimmy the Mug episode 3 around there. Now actually on that note um Something quite cool. There is a special commander out there, and I do mean that in both versions of the meaning. Uh, is Commander Ventura, and what he's been doing as his own little private project is he's been taking the old episodes of uh, Jimmy the Mug and adding game sound effects to it and background sound effects to it to kind of flavour them out and give them a a bit of a, a an interesting taste which has been fantastic has he added banjos um no i don't think so i'm not entirely sure if he no um obviously last week if you listened live you will have heard jimmy the mug with the makeshift titles and then if you listen to the podcast version you would have heard the newly created proper theme tune for it which uh, will be used from this point forward so you can look forward to that uh, maybe play it later on at the roundabout when Hover would have been doing his section uh, but for now we're going to move on I think um, yeah it's been a an interesting week obviously we were later tonight um, due to some you know blooming meetings you know that thing that happens when people give you you know you've got what, to be let here they'll drag you in to discuss oh, performance i don't i don't want to talk about it, it, it what was she mean 
she she was very mean. Those eyebrows aren't there by choice. You know that that's a necessity. Eyebrows that colour should only be seen on tigers. I've never seen them make the shape. She can actually spell swear words with them when she's angry. Which is quite an art form, given how long the words she uses normally are. Well, yeah, four syllables. It was, I was, you know, I had to look it up, and now I'm really upset because now I know what she meant by it. But you know, well, we'll maybe have more on our performance reviews in the coming weeks. I, mean, I, I pity poor Cecil sometimes, and I mean, goes on behind closed doors with those two must be truly frightening. Well. Yeah, and probably subject to a gagging order, and I probably mean that in both meanings of it too. <laughs> well, gagging of some sort, yes. <laughs> right. Poss- possibly gimp mask, but anyway, be- being a gimp is part of being a hut and trucker, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a necessity. Or is it a gimp with two P's? Uh, yeah, that's with two P's, um, but I don't think it is. And, a... and, and on, the, on the note of two P's, um, yes. So what have you been up to this week? Before we before we drag the team downstairs to uh, have a chat with us about the, the hot pit stuff, so what have you been up to this week? Well, it's been a, a long week, a lot of sort of you know paperwork and things to shuffle through in, in preparation for my review with Lail, which was painful. Um, and other than that, I was actually... I haven't had a chance to take the good old chips out in the last uh, week or two, thoroughly you know have a go at the newer version of the Trucker Tracker, um, but what I did have was an opportunity to run a very strange um, settlement program. It was a demonstration program where you could run your little settlements and, 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 and it basically simulates the, the hardships that might happen once we start getting to being able to create hut and bases and such, which we're obviously hoping to do. And if I want to take one on charge, I'm, this is good practice. Um, some some kind of is this um, is this something you've installed over in the Hutton Games room? Yes, yes. Um, it's kind of it's a it's a, a world simulator, rim world simulator. That's what it is. Um, you can get it. It's, it's freely available, and it's really interesting. Right, did you say rim world or ring world? Rim with an M, as in you know. Rim, as in, as in rim, yeah, okay. As in, as in the we'll, rim. We'll leave that a, one there as well. <laughs> of a glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. But you know, it was actually very captivating, and I've learned that possibly when we get to that level of expansion, uh, I should possibly leave it to some other people. Um, I think that's what I've there, learned. There are professionals for this sort of thing. Indeed, there are now. Um, what's happened with you this week? Because I I saw something and I've not heard about it, and I'm wondering if it's news this week or if it's old news. Uh, which one? Well, I don't know. Just what have you been up to this week, and then I'll, I'll be able to see. Ah, well, no, I was. Um, well, uh, la- last week I went off to the Sol system, and I spent uh, six days in the company of some of the galaxy's fastest and most expensive uh, racing ships. And, um, I was not graced by uh, Alvin and his uh, handler this time. Uh, apparently, that's because I forgot to invite him, which I feel suitably guilty for. Um, oh but uh, yeah, we went and messed around with uh, racing ships for. Uh, six days and then uh, popped back hopped onto the trucker tracker and spotted that there was another commander in the in the vicinity on the trucker tracker uh, dropped him a message off the friends list in game and ended up uh, yeah doing a few missions out of um, epsilon indy which seems to have had an effect because well you you heard the news earlier 
uh, we're up for our second asset over in Epsilon Indy. So yeah, I've done a bit of trucking. I've, I've done a bit of real work, I suppose. And um, obviously catching up with Rex Bottoms as well and what he's been up to. Yes, it's been it's been great to catch up with Rex. It's been a while since we've had any, any uh, communications and... Yeah, there's been. Some... Uh, he is. I mean, he does get himself in the most unfortunate circumstances, doesn't he? Yeah, well, you can always count on him being there when trouble breaks, and usually it's breaking around his head. Um, but yeah, that's been a lot of a lot of interesting uh, developments there. And I think there's well, more I mean, news there, to there, come. There's a yeah. There, I mean, there's a bit more coming up later in the show um, about what's been going on over at Van Man and Star, and um, courtesy of Commander Waterspoon. But I mean, are, are you au fait with the the Latin phrases in the tomb and what on earth is going on over there? I have not got a clue what any of that was about. Uh, and who exactly wants your trash? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. I mean, there was there was an awful lot of uh, poor Rex. I mean, I hope he hasn't got asthma because it did seem to be a, a hell of a dusty in that little tomb. Yeah, I mean, the last time we saw anything that dusty was, well, I, I can't remember. Oh, crikey. I mean, it was epically dusty. I thought I could count it in, you know, years on one hand. You know, it was kind of like three, two, one, oh, wait, that's dusty bin. Um, no, no, this is dusty with two E. I mean, sorry, with a Y. Yeah, with a Y, that's right, because it was inhaled dust and it's in the air and it's blowing around. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, computers that want all your trash. And I mean, are these things linked? Is the opening? I mean, is, is it a bit like the old pyramids? You know, somebody's opened it up, and there's a curse uh, on the pyramids. Is there a curse on Van Manen's star, um, or is it self-imposed by ignoring all of those skull and crossbones signs and the hazard tape all over the door? <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. But you can never trust trust those uh, religious types, can you? I mean, they're they're always up to some kind of weird curse or or hell and heaven and damnation and fiery pits and flames and warnings and don't touch that, you'll go blind and making you sit in the corner of the room and hitting you with rulers when you speak out of turn. I'm sorry, I thought that was penguins. Really. Oh, oh no, sorry, I'm thinking of a movie. I'm going to have to go and... No, don't, don't mind me. Have a chat with the local police station then, I think. Yeah, anyway, should, should we should we drag down our uh, our next guest for the evening, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Evenstar? Yes, we shall. We shall go and grab him and bring him down to the studio for a chat and see what he's been up to this week. I know that Hobart is chomping at the bit, but we're going to let him sit and fester and... Oh, hold. I tell you what, that was what we missed out on. Yes. When I was over at Seoul, I happened to bump into Commander Hober Mallow. Ooh. And the state I was in on Sunday is 100% his fault. That's the state that Leal called you in for your review in? Uh, yes. And, uh, well, at some point at about 2 o'clock in the morning, um, we, we called for the local sort of hauler delivery service to bring kebabs. <laughs> That's never a we good We didn't sign. even go out for kebabs. We didn't stop for kebabs on the way back. We sent out a yellow hauler to go and get kebabs to bring them back for us. I didn't know you could get them delivered. If, if I knew you could get kebabs delivered, I would not be doing an evening walk. I'd be doing two. Yeah, I mean, the, the delivery driver did look at us like we were a little bit strange as we threw credits at him sort of through the door. Um, we'd actually scoffed half the kebab by the time we closed the front door. <laughs> you know, you get the desire for these things. Yes, the cravings. Right. Well, let's go and let's go and grab even star down for some sanity. Uh, maybe he's got some kebabs. You got any kebabs on you? 
Oh, I wish. I could do with one right now. I'm trying to be healthy at the moment. It's no fun. But are you a donut or a, a mixed kebab or a, a chicken kind of guy? I, I'm sort of lamb kebabs, really. That's, that's my thing. I don't like the elephant's legs. No, I, I quite like a, a bit of the, the filthy donna. And uh, one of the there's a little uh, a little retailer nearby here, um, which does a fantastic uh, chicken tikka kebab, which is just off the scale delicious. Anyway. Now, see, this one turned up. It didn't turn up in a pitta. It turned up in a two-handed naan. A two-handed naan. You know what? Let's, let's move on. I've I've not had any yet. Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's do not on. drool on the decks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise the listeners are all going to just put down their radio station and head straight out for a kebab. By the way, it should be noted that kebabs without beer first are probably fatal, and we do not recommend having kebabs without a skin full of conger ale first. In fact, it's definitely it, it's recommended. The rules, I think <laughs> it makes it taste. Or, or Centauri Mega Gin, or some indie bourbon, or all of the above, which is what I did. <laughs> Are you legal to fly yet? I'm. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think uh, I, I relit the uh, drives on my engine by breathing on them and dropping a match. I'm just seeing a message from Simon that says he's not had a two-handed nan in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dirty, dirty, dirty trucker. Just, just please, let's not go there. I don't need that kind of mental image. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, Commander Evenstar, um, we, we did give um, Noctivagus the day off today. You did. Uh, but but he, he... have the spy team filled in the enormous shoes of Commander Noctivagus? They have, they have, and, and despite our Alvin's um, Alvin, directive, he, he still sort of produced a, a, a quick and dirty weekly report for me. He's he's such a trooper. Um, but yeah, they've, they're all doing fantastically, as ever, and I have lots of numbers here. Big ones, small ones, I, I exciting have questions. Ones. I have detailed oh questions. There's oh a test afterwards. <laughs> oh, no, you're breaking up. I don't, don't hear me. Anyway, well, give us give back. us the rundown. Then, are, are you ready for your rundown? Give us the rundown, right? Are, are you go going for the full fourteen? Or are we going for the ten? Well, it's fifteen. Fifteen. Sorry, but, um, fifteen. Brikey, behind the times. Go on, your choice. Well, well, I'll go for the ten, which is easier. We can we can try and pack in the fifteen. Go on, go for the full load because go our for the um, full load, right. our new our new stuff's happening in the low end ones, isn't it? Yeah, let's see what we can do with this then. Okay, so the top 15 systems of the Hutton Orbital Truckers on the week of 19th of January. At 15, down 5, at 7, it's Sirius. At 14, up 1, at 8, it's Wolf 124. At 13, down 1, at 12, it's Luffman 16. At 12, holding at 17, it's Epsilon Indy. At 11, up 1 at 49, it's Trepin. At 10, up 11 at 55, we have LP245-10. At 9, down 13 at 56, it's Wolf25. At 8, up 6 at 59, it's HS340. At 7, holding at 60, it's PSPF-LF2. At 6, down 7 at 62, it's Van Marnen Star. At 5, up 13, at 66, it's Wise, 08550714. And at 4, up 6, at 67, it's George Pantazis. At 3, holding at 69, Wolf359. 
and at two, up nine at 77 at home in Alpha Centauri, and at one, up 29, it's Kappa One Seti. I think up how much? Up 29, it says here. What? Kappa Wowza. One Seti. Is that possible? Yeah, they've... Yeah, it's been going quite nice. That's over the week, of course. These my stats are, are the weekly ones, but uh, yeah, this time ah, last week. Ah, okay. We I was just at, thinking, uh, 20, 29 in one day. I nearly had a heart attack there. Well, we've done twelve in one day, so it was sixty-seven point two yesterday, and it's seventy-nine point three today. So still, yeah. So you know, for for those worried jump. about the big drops in those numbers, that's because we've had uh, a war in the meantime. Yep. And negativity in the meantime, we've just hit a boom, so we're we're on the bounce at the moment, I think, aren't we? That's right. Yeah, everything goes down during a war, so we all tend to to lose a bit. But um, everything's in boom tonight. So there's a pending outbreak, um, a pending election in a couple of systems as well, Sirius and Epsilon in India pending election. But everything's pending outbreak. But currently we're in boom. So lots of money to be made. So it, it will depend on which one of those two um, elections lands first, doesn't it? Absolutely. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, not entirely sure if, if election takes over an outbreak or vice versa, or whether you can have an election during an outbreak. We shall see, I guess. Well, well yeah, we don't know. I mean, as, as far as we can tell, we've been staving off the outbreak by massive basic medicines and advanced medicines deliveries over the last few days. So um, the, the reports we've had back from Nurse Wyeth is that um, the bandages are helping, uh, the impetigo is dying down, and everybody's feeling a little bit better. Yeah, hopefully we're, we're not, uh, not in danger of any mods outbreaks again after the recent GIMP run. We should have saved that off for at least a few months. We're, we're getting some... No, uh, I, 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 I think... Oh, sorry. No, sorry, sorry. I was just saying we're getting some questions in regarding some of the stats. Uh, one thing, I've got an apology. It wasn't Simuf who has not had a 200 nan in a while. It was, of course, the filthy um, frostbitten willy of... Lister I-69. However, what we're getting is there's some questions about the maths regarding what system was the position 6, I'm not sure if you could, or position 7, if, just the two systems you had running there? Um, at seven, position 7, we've got PSPF LF2, and at 6, it's Van Maan and Star. Yes, yeah, so they, 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 they are suggesting that you said at 6, down 7. <laughs> That's, I think I could... At six down, yeah. At six down, seven van on the star. Okay, so they're they're just they're just being pernickety little so and sos up there in the green room, and they need to 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 learn to shut their faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and of course E and O E because uh, Nocte Vegas is having a a night out with his Norwegian blue. I'm just going to explain it to them, okay? Because they're they're assuming that there can't be anything that uh, if it comes down from seven places. Uh, and it gets at six. They haven't quite worked out that that means it was at thirteen, not negative one, thirteen. Ah, yes. It's you not see, the number I'm, of I'm places confused. it's down. It's I'm, the yes, the percentage the score. Yes, yeah. it's down down seven percent at sixty two percent. Okay. I just don't have time to say percent a lot. Well, that's it. They're just being. They're just. They're enjoying it. That's what they are. They're enjoying it. They're... <laughs> can, can we pump some pump some gas of some sort into the green room to to pacify them? Well, the same the cubicle three adjoins that, doesn't it? The same with, same with, in their event. Sense. It'll be happening anyway. <laughs> yeah, can we can we see them through the glass? Bye. <laughs> 
Who left the door open? Um, anyway, you see, so you let one guy from the green room in and it starts to degrade to chaos, doesn't it? It was all going swimmingly up till now. So we're in boom, which means do lots of trading, do lots of missions, drop lots of data, and everything's cool. And if you're dropping data, tell us so we know which system it's gone to. And please don't drop data at the top systems, the ones that have got the most influence. Uh, try and dropping them at the ones that need it the most, especially yeah, so you... Epsilon Sorry. Indy, which is Krylov, I think, our land base That's there. Right. Krylov installation, um, if you've sort of maxed that out, um, then, oh, it's that horrible one at Trepan, isn't it? Rukovishnikov. Rukovashnikov. Rukovishnikov. There we go. Then you see you're the man. So, so um, it sounds like a, can, a Russian tennis player. To um, Major General Octavasius um, first, because he may give last minute instructions. And of course, if you're doing anything positive for Hutton in the Hutton systems, please do run the Hutton Trucker Tracker because Commander Snoz who's hiding up in the green room as well, hello Snoz, um, is running the Trucker Tracker, and actually, even though we're not showing it on the screen in the Trucker Tracker, he's got an admin console that's showing where the data's going, what missions are happening, which he's hoping to release at some point so we can see it as well. So we're actually tracking what we're doing to help the spy team and the hot pit team work out what, yeah, what works going on where and what works best. Yeah, the Trucker Tracker is, is an excellent tool. It's really, really sort of finishing off nicely now. It's looking great. It's really Oh, really no, I, I've, seen, I've seen stuff that you've not seen. Oh, I'm sure you have. Um, and I, keep I've that to seen, yourself. But... I've seen starscapes in the background. <laughs> you weren't there, I've man. I've seen Link Planet in one corner. Fantastic. No, he's doing a great job of that. It's... Um... It's going to be so handy. Well, the, the the latest one of the latest changes has been that it now starts highlighting commanders who are near you in different colours. So if they're in the same system as you, it highlights in one colour, and if they're within a certain range of you, as in a, you know one or two hops of you, it highlights them as well. So you can at a glance see which commanders are nearby if you need a hand or you're doing shared missions. So it's now using colour coding for nearby truckers, not just who else is online. Um, it also has made a change so that you can see who is in private groups but particularly and separately who's in the Hutton private group too so it shows you open players solo general private groups of which there are others I'm sure that you, you go and join in and the Hutton private group so it now has four states for each commander yep he's done an amazing job on that and I love it wow well actually now that you're currently on the subject of uh <laughs> This is just trolling. I can tell it's trolling, just the nature of the question. So we have a question regarding the Hutton Trucker Tracker, uh, which, Dave, you might be able to answer, but we may need to email this one out to Mike Snoswell for further clarification. But it is a, a question, what does the tick button do? And that question comes from Muggy McMugface. Well, you, you might notice that the tick button is grey, which means you're not allowed to click it. In fact, there are only two commanders that I'm aware of, other than Snoz and Alvin, um, allowed to click the tick, and that's Major General Noctivagus and me. So when we notice that the server tick is inbound, and if you didn't watch the live stream from Dav Stott and his guinea pig earlier in the week, um, you won't know what the tick is unless you've been paying attention. But that is the, the daily update and all the facts and figures around the galaxy. Um, and as soon as we notice it and we publish the figures, we click the tick. And what it means is it starts counting all our contributions from then forward. So when we do our reports, it can say, since the last tick, we have had 10 million of data here, 100 million of data there. Um, so it just provides a marker for us for how well we're doing since the last uh, roundup on the numbers. 
Fantastic. I'm also getting some reports in from Commander Ramsbottom III. Uh, they are 10 jumps away from Krylov. And we have a Commander Chevy who is 14,000 light years out and on a round trip around the core and has a lot of data. So they'll be looking for information on where that data is required in a couple of days' time when they return. Well, we had, we had an update a couple of weeks ago, or last week I think it was, on where we're publishing that information. So um, those people on Facebook can catch it on the weekly BGS thread. So there's a, a daily mission report goes up there. But now we're tagging uh, Commander Alien in there as well, and Commander Alien is actually replicating that information on our Discord channel as well. So if you pop to the Discord channel, you'll see a new daily mission briefing sub-channel, and you can click on that at any point, and it will tell you all of our percentages, but what we need where. Um, and a big red notice at the top. So if we're in war, it says, please don't drop any data anywhere. But if we're not in war, it tells you exactly where to drop the exploration data. So it's on the Discord as well as the Facebook now. Fantastic. Hope that helps you, Commander Shivy, and good luck. And thank you for your amazing collective data services for the Marg. Um, oh, and uh, going one step further, for those commanders who then message us having heard this, saying, but I don't know where the Discord and the TeamSpeak channels are, if you go to the Facebook page or the website, um, the details are all published on both of them. There you go. We try to make it easy for you guys. It does seem to be Facebook is the best place to be for up-to-date information, but it looks like we're beginning to catch up with Discord as well. So depending if you're an anti-Facebooker or an anti-Discorder, you can choose your poison of choice. Um, right. Well, I think there's any other burning stuff because I'm, I'm still concerned that we're looming under the shadow of potential outbreaks. Um, are we are we prepping? Are we prepping for it? Are well, we, are we there is a rumor that the outbreak's a good thing. What? Well. When you're in outbreak, the demand for basic medicines and advanced medicines in our systems goes through the roof, which means instead of making you know a thousand credits per ton on the basic medicines, um, you could make two thousand eight hundred credits per ton. Yeah, that by that's... bringing them in, and Lael's very deep pockets pay you enormously well for those medicines. But but yeah, so but if if we want if we want to try and stave off outbreak, we can. We can do that with advanced medicines to our station and buy waste out of the station. Um, and well, in fact, two, well. of, two of our stations actually produce um, basic medicines at the moment. So if you go to Galton, which is in um, is LP245, um, and you know, one of the others, can't remember which one, um, possibly low mass in Wolf 359, they both produce medicines, which you can then ship to other Hutton systems. So not only do you benefit us when you buy them, you benefit us when you sell them, and you reduce the outbreak. And at the, the moment, they're making about a 1,000 credits per tonne, but as soon as we hit outbreak, Lael's pockets get opened and the moths fly out, and um, so does all the cash. And it's, I mean, on a 320-tonne, on a rigged anaconda you can make a million credits a run on the medicines during outbreak but not that what we should wish to profit the human costs the human yeah, costs it's only in Patigo, it's fine all right <laughs> it's just a rush yeah and of course if you don't fancy doing that um anything at epsilon indy is going to be helpful because if we do have an election we want to gain some ground whilst we can so 
if you can do stuff from Schneider Station, Schneider Station, never say that quite right, um, that would help us gain a bit of ground ready for the election if it does kick in. That's a, so that's what, a... What's the, um, the station we're looking at possibly winning over there if we do win it? You know, I don't know. Um, let me see if I can trawl back through the records. And that's, see is that, that's our first opportunity to get a little piece of it, isn't it? Yeah, oh, there we go, Schneider Station, that's what we're after. Oh, it is Schneider Station. It is Schneider okay. Station, yes. Well, so it is quite a nice one. And um, the, the other one that I've been trolling around in uh, Wolf 124, it is a wonderful system. It's got has res and high res and low res, and I think that's got to be pretty soon you know, next on our hit list. It is a wonderful system, and we really could do with taking that one over as a, a third bounty hunting location, because we've got Wise 08550714, if you like your bounty hunting. And um, we've got PSPFLF2. That's right. is also a great one. And that's got a Hazrez and a Compromise Nav Beacon. And if Wolf 20, 124 falls to us, then we've got a stack load more bounty hunting locations as well. Yeah, so we'll have plenty for our pew pew. There's, there's, there's lots of good stuff out there. But there's we, we've got some news from Flossie coming up um, later in the show because um, Procyon, which is just next to us, has some breaking news coming out this week, which might affect us and our systems. Ooh. But stay tuned for Flossie uh, in a little bit um, to find out what that's all about. Now, um, yeah, m moving along, uh, Commander Psycho Cow. Yes? We might have two things coming up that you might have queued up. I am... We've got a little bit of music. Yes. And did you manage to find... The Furtherlance ad. Oh, right. So you want a little bit of music and and then that Furtherlance ad. I've not added up the queue to the Furtherlance ad. I, what I had queued up was the uh, the special uh, buck naked uh, advert for the, the information on Lake on Type 9. Um, but I can certainly get the... Uh, that one's listed under JAG for some reason. The other one, if you're hunting for it. Is it? Oh, I must have dumped it in the wrong folder then. Uh, it'll be in there, and it will be okay. Anyway, should, should we should we have the music? Um, well, we thought we thought uh, on the next tune, we, we'd come up with you know, something. And this one again is for for Rex Bottoms, and it is quite simply entitled um, "Why Did You Do It?" <laughs> okay, we'll be back after this. Before we move on to Flossie, I've got a little message to shout out for uh, a number of commanders. So it's a, a, a shout out to Red Dragon Swords, Commander Wonky Penguin, and Commander Dead Star Omega for reaching Triple Elite. Wow, congratulations! Right on, Commander. That's a difficult job. I've not yeah. even managed to get a I, single I'm not elite. I've not one elite yet. Yeah, that's exactly the same. I'm close in trading. I should be able to trick pick up with a, a good run. I think medicines at three grand a ton uh, may well be too tempting not to get out the big yellow type nine and uh, do some runs. So that, I think, is well, what there, I'm there are doing. a number of um, systems near us. I think there's a Ross 680 near us that's also in uh, Outbreak that's been. I've been holding medicines too to make a bit of cash. As well, so uh, yeah, there are a few local to us. This thing spread out of Van Manen to the whole local area, 
Um, as long as we don't help the guys at Epsilon Indy, because they're also in Outbreak, but that would hurt us. So we're not helping them. They can suffer. Brilliant. Right. So it's that point in the show where we go over to the amazing, the wonderful queen of the community goals, the lady with her finger well, firmly pushed down on the heads of all community goalers, and uh, we are honoured to have her in the studio tonight to give us the information on the community goals from last week and what community goals have kicked off this week. But first of all, how are you doing, Flossie? I'm not doing too badly, thank you. Uh, been a bit of a hectic week or two, but uh, hopefully things are starting to come together. Yes, we, we sent out our heartfelt uh, commiserations to you on, on your loss last week, and I know that it's every single one of the truckers is sending you love and hugs to help you through this difficult time, but we're super uh, happy to have you in the studio tonight to, to go through your community goals. Uh, have you got any... Uh, and this is a silly question, actually, when I'm thinking about it. You know, is there anything interesting that you've... Uh, you know, other than your bad news this week, have you had anything, anything positive or uplifting? Um, <laughs> no, it's going to be the answer's no, and we're all going to sit here and no. weep. <laughs> oh, it's um, just been very concentrated on you know, events, so I've not really had anything. No, no. Not, not a problem at all. What we'll do then is we'll move you straight along and we'll go on to our community goals. Now, have you managed to get all caught up? I don't know how you've fitted it in this week. You're welcome to take another week off, put your feet up and just get Robbie to do some stuff. Um, but uh, have you managed to get up to date with the community goals? Yes, I have. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, the, the update, the updates obviously don't take long. It's just a case of logging on every morning and have a look what they're doing. Uh, as for today's community goals, well, I just hope that I'm uh, going to tell you about them in time for people to complete it, because it's nearly over. Oh, could this be that quickly? I I just don't know, but um, whether that somebody's got a decimal point in the wrong place or something, I don't know. But it is well over halfway to between the last two tiers it's it's, <laughs> it's just unbelievable um what it is is the uh the serious serious court to address unknown artifacts issue it is widely understood that unknown artifacts have the ability to extract materials from their immediate environment as part of a complex self-repair process Unfortunately, this can have disastrous effects on starships and other forms of machinery. Perhaps the worst affected by this phenomena have been the galaxy's starports, many of which have had to suspend services as a result of unknown artifact-related disruption. The high prices offered for unknown artifacts on the black market means many starports have been flooded with the mysterious objects. And although meta-alloys can be used to counter unknown artifact-related interference, the scarcity of the material means this potential salve has had little impact. But a recent announcement from the Sirius Corpora Corporation indicates that the company intends to tackle the issue by funding a major new research and development project. 
The purpose of the project is to make starports and other outports more resistant more resistant to unknown artifact-related interference through the application of specific micro-resources. In support of this programme, the Sirius Corporation has placed an open order for unknown fragments, untypical shield scans and aberrant shield pattern analysis and promised to reward pilots who deliver these materials to Cormac Hub in the Procyon system. The campaign begins on the 19th of January and will run for <laughs> two weeks. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. And as I've said, it's already nearly over. I think a lot of it is, I myself had um, 50 of these things just sitting in my data on the ship. So, the scans or the um, or unknown fragments? Had some of the uh, scans and some of the um, well, the, the the both types of scans, aren't they? I had both some of each of those. Yeah, I'm just seeing there's a... ah. So the, these are these sit alongside your engineering materials, and nobody found a use for them up till now. And everybody's offloaded the whole lot to get rich. I mean, are people getting rich off this? Are the tiers fairly rewarding on this one? The tiers do look very rewarding at the moment. Uh, the top one is about thirty-three million. Uh, I, I got into the top seventy-five percent with my fifty, and that's worth eleven million at the moment. That's spectacular. I've just got a message so, so in. So cue everyone logging out from the radio station right now and charging to Procyon. <laughs> well, then um, it's it's interesting what effect that might have on us, of course, because now mm. that we appear in Sirius, which is the home of the Sirius Corporation, they might get a massive boost off that and go into boom. I hope so. I hope that it's a good for us, not bad for us. <laughs> no, that's good for them, bad for us, I think. Oh, dear. Oh. You know, we're at the mercy because, of course, they appear in Sothis and Chios, which are the, the known sort of smugglers trade runs i think and also in procyon and well one or two of the other local was it tauceti possibly as well and yeah we regularly take a kicking by all those people getting themselves unfeasibly rich and grinding for the engineer who's based at sirius so uh, it, it might be good for us it might be bad for us it might mean as we're nearby that our station has become impervious to all of this damage mm. oh, because <laughs> Yes, uh, I didn't realise that. So, yes, I hope it is good for us. Um, well, we're hunting, we're hunting truckers and trade is always good. Yeah, it is, yes. And, cool. and how, are the, um, how are the other CGs getting on? The, the long ones for the Colonia stuff, are they all over and done with now? Or uh, are there still some Colonia bits and bobs going on? Well, Colonia is still ongoing. Um, it's going to be a new CG every month. Uh, I don't know how long for, but um, the January one is is coming on um i can't remember how many tons have been there i'll have to look it up but um i think we know the galactic intern has had um 37 of his buddies i think it is um transporting stuff for him is it is it ed's 38 yeah so ed the galactic intern is trying to get his own little base out there given right. that he's been ostracized from everywhere else by offending nearly everybody uh, by being a bad intern Put it, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. So, um, yeah, it does seem to be um, doing okay anyway. 
So other other than the Colonia and this uh, get-rich-quick scheme going on at Procyon, anything else, or is that uh, a fairly slim week on the CGs this week? It's a slim week, I'm afraid. And this was supposed to last for two weeks, and it's not even going to last a few <laughs> hours. Oh, I don't know what went wrong, whether they didn't realise that... They've obviously had, had a breakthrough discovery with the first 50 you delivered and don't need that many more. <laughs> I don't know. But, well, um... There are rumours that there is a, a Hutton-related CG coming up, not soon, but in the in the near future as well. There are negotiations inbound about the next Hutton CG as well. Oh, I look forward to that. But obviously we can't give away any spoilers at the moment. No, of course. <laughs> but we can say it's nothing to do with Colonia, it's nothing to do with aliens, it's nothing to do with unknown fragments, and it's an awful lot to do with trucking. Oh, God, that sounds great. <laughs> right up my street. Uh, and, and it might be a bit silly. It's, Even better. <laughs> it's always going to be a bit silly, but we like to have a bit of fun when we're doing this game. And uh, oh, I think definitely. that last week we had some interesting comments in on a number of things that were, you know, the kind of you know warm and fuzzies that occasionally get from people that are sort of saying things on the lines of, you know, they've never actually played the game, but they listen and tune in to the podcasts every week and they make them laugh and they love it and it makes them really want to get into the game and we've got other people that have very similar feelings as well that maybe play a little bit and every time they listen to this it just gives them the the feeling of we need to get back and get stuck in which is awesome because that's what we're trying to do is trying to make it awesome for everybody bit of fun get the hut and trucker tracker get it installed it will show you who's currently trucking at that time and go and either wing up with them or go and send them a message through the game add a friend request create your network of pals to play with so that you're never alone in that great big universe out there and uh, because well we have we had one message um, i got interdicted on my comms channel by uh, uh, the astral spaceman the other day um I don't know if that's his uh, commander name or just a grand title, but the Astral Spaceman um, yeah, dropped me a message just to tell me, and Flossie, you're going to have to forgive my language on this one, that the radio station was fucking mint. <laughs> I, I did inquire as to whether that was after eights, a chocolate-coated mint, or something else entirely, but um, yeah, um, he, he's out exploring at the moment and he's desperate to earn his flight patches, um, but he uses the radio station while he's out and about, um, to keep him from going bonkers. But we've gone bonkers here we've done it, yeah. just for him. We've done bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Bonkers is done. Uh, Mint, that, is that not from the Chinese dynasty? What, the Mint dynasty? Yeah. I'm sure it was. Anyway, that's, um, what was it, Emperor Trebor, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Trebor the Bruce, yes? <laughs> that's, the, that's the guy. He had, a, he had a couple of children. There was Polo and... Uh, Oh, what was the other one called? Soft Mint. Um, right, I think we're, we're maybe going off. No, I think touch. his name was Murray. Murray no, Fox. Murray! Cassian. Of all the names I could have come <laughs> up with, I missed Murray. Sorry, Russell. <clears throat> Foxes, did you no. see? <laughs> yeah, the Murray is much better. I'll, I'll just back off. I'll get Yeah, well, we, after the incident with the Listeray 69, we won't mention Glacier Mints. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, Flossie, do you want to, to throw in your hat for this minty pun point, or uh, or <laughs> is there anything else you need to raise? Um, I, I, I can't think of anything <laughs> anything better than what's come well, already. Well, don't worry, you didn't have to get your diddly doo out this week because Procyon's really easy. Oh, it is. Yes, yes. 
Uh, that was a lot easier to say. <laughs> I'm not sure if I did pronounce it right. I think I said Procyon, but never mind. Oh, Procyon, Procyon. You know, it, it's Cobra, Cobra, whichever, you know. Yeah, it <laughs> I, I say tomato, you say, you say, yeah, tomato. Tomato, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Anyway. Let's let's get a, another another tune on. Did you have one in mind? And another, we'll get that. One. I, I think, I think well. we had the uh, the Stooges lined up for this one, didn't we? Before with the Wotherspoon going from yeah the Stooges to Wotherspoon, no okay. connection whatsoever. Okay, no problem. So I'm all ready to go. Then we will catch you. Thank you so much for the community goal news, uh, Flossie. That was fantastic. Uh, and I think we're going to have, if Hober is available after the Galilean news, we're going to get Hober on and hear his good news from this week and find out if we can get a wee teaser taste of what's coming up in Jimmy the Mug next week. Uh, but stick around, don't touch that dial because Cecil wiped his bum on it. And Hello. yeah, you don't want you don't want that in your finger. It's just you know that's why it's always sticky. No, moving on. Bye. Back after this. <laughs> Galnet News Digest, 19th of January, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Children of Raxla claim Formidine Rift Settlements for humanity. Sirius tackles UA bombing. Distant Star's suicide mission sets off. Ancient ruins work better if you're a team. Ancient texts discovered in Van Manen's Star. Children of Raxla claim Formidine Rift Settlements for Humanity. The Children of Raxla have claimed the abandoned settlements in the Formidine Rift, Hawkins Gap and the Conflux for science and humanity. The settlements appear to have belonged to stranded starfarers from a series of secretive missions that set off to deploy deep space satellites in 3270 and are now deserted. Messages recovered from the sites speak of strange sightings possibly related to the recent alien high predictions. With barely ten weeks left before this year's galactic annals go to print, it's a race against time to find other sites and get to the bottom of the secrets of the Formidine Rift. Sirius tackles UA bombing. Sirius Corporation has announced a research programme to minimise the impact of UA bombing on spaceports and outposts. Unidentified artefacts, or UAs, are an alien technology that corrodes any equipment that it comes into contact with. They command a high price, and if sold in large numbers to a black market, they may cause temporary shutdown of station facilities. Obsidian Orbital is in almost permanent shutdown for this reason. Now Sirius Corporation believes it may have an answer, and that it may be able to make stations resistant to this so-called UA bombing. The research programme is based in the Procyon system. Sirius is hopeful it may be able to come up with a prototype solution in just over two weeks' time, if the station isn't UA bombed before then. 
Distant Stars Suicide Mission Sets Off. Several hundred potty explorers have set off on a one-way jaunt to the previously unreachable Cancri Cluster. The cluster is only reachable using neutron star jump boosts, and a return is believed to be impossible. The expedition will be exploring for two weeks and is expected to end at the HD 76133 system, nicknamed the Anaconda's Graveyard, on the 29th of January. We wish the expedition members good luck and good finds, and hope they've remembered to save up enough money for the rebuy. The ancient ruins work better if you're in a team. Analysis by Canon Interstellar has revealed that the Rantar mission to decode the Sinu of ancient ruins works much better if you're in a team. This has led them to the conclusion that the Guardians may have been an ancient race of HR consultants. The very best results at the ruins can be gained from a team of mixed personality types, including coordinator, shaper, monitor evaluator, completer, finisher, and of course, resource investigator. The most recent message to be decoded contains instructions for an exercise involving crossing an alligator-infested river using only a plank of wood, an oil drum and a short piece of string. On reflection, perhaps we'd be better off leaving the mysteries of the Guardians undiscovered. Ancient texts found at Van Manen's star. Following the takeover by the Hutton truckers of Van Manen Star, a horde of ancient and very dusty documents has been discovered that shed light on the life of an independent pilot of the last century. The horde, found in a sealed tomb in O'Connor City, appears to have been the life's work of Commander Woolley Cotter, a fanatical collector of the flight logs of one Commander Elias Thane. Commander Cotter appears to have valued mug rings and scribbled notes highly. His most prized possession appears to have been the remains of a wrecked planetary shuttle that he found drifting in the rings of Beta Pictoris I, which he arranged to be shipped to his secret lair in O'Connor City in the mid-3280s. Quite how Commander Cotter achieved entry to the Vanamanan star system, which was run by a fanatical religious sect of troglodytic monks called the Guardians of the Free Spirit, under the patronage of the Federation, is not clear. The penalty for trespassers was death. But Commander Cotter seems to have avoided this fate, at least initially. However, he vanished without trace at the end of the decade, and his collection, including the flight logs and the wrecked shuttle, were sealed inside a vault in the station, with a seal bearing a curse stating that death would befall anyone who disturbed the vault. The sublime order of Vanaman and Star, who are the rather more relaxed descendants of the Guardians, kindly invited the Hutton truckers to take over the system a few weeks ago, and an archaeological team of truckers with a spirit of scientific inquiry has subsequently recovered the flight log of Commander Thane from the vault. The first three volumes of Thane's logbooks have been transcribed in audio form and are available for download from Lave Radio, and can be found there filed under the codename Escape velocity. A further volume is in preparation. 
And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. some amazing uh, stories there from uh, Galnet uh, and Witherspoon's outdone himself again Um, a fantastic uh, report there I think Uh, I think some interesting comments from Van Manen's as well which was yeah Commander Woolacott it just seems seems like a familiar name Dave, and I, I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, I mean, some some old boy that was buying up everything to do with Commander Elias Thane. I mean, you might know who it was. You 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 know, mix in those circles. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, I, I know that there's quite a lot of um, antique dealing uh, that I like to do, and I, I have to admit that I have managed to get my hands on some of the rare rarer scripts of uh, Escape Velocity. I've actually managed to to uncover and find one with director's comments on it, which is, you know, spectacular. Um, some, you know, so that actually it's got a thin signature on it from the transcoded messages. So, um, but that was extortionate. So this, this collection sounds like something I might well have to watch out when it hits uh, whatever Galnet Bay is, uh, the new auction site that they're launching next week. Um, right. It is time for something slightly different, but not completely different. It is, of course... It's time for... It's all quite interesting this week, unlike the rest of the shows. It's quite interesting this week, you see, Hobart. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've had a little bit of a break. I've, I've, um, Do you I've mean mental break? With... Breakdown? Uh, no, no, not well. Yes, a little, a little <laughs> bit of break. But I've spent some time with Jimmy the Mug, and um, I think I think we've done quite well in in finding Jimmy a job. But um, I've had a little bit of trouble this week, and oh. yeah, not 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 that kind of trouble, but just getting Jimmy a job and. Uh, Unfortunately, I got a letter from Alvin this week um, asking me to meet him at Van Marnen's Star in the paddle pool this time next week. So uh, we'll see how that goes and we'll see how Jimmy's doing. But uh, yeah, I, I think we can get Jimmy a job. That's not a problem. Okay, so I, I think Jimmy should come with a with a health warning. <laughs> I mean. I haven't giggled that hard. Well, no, it's since about three weeks previously when I corpsed live on air because I was giggling too hard. 
Because well, he, well that, it's that, a very that's serious... just Jimmy though, isn't it? He's a, he's an interesting fellow, and he he gets himself caught up in in the heart and the minds of the Hutton truckers. I mean, never have I heard such an entertaining documentary in all my life. It's yeah, it's it's just it's a serious matter though. This this is the guy's career. Okay, he's making the mistakes of the Jonah of late, uh, sinking the ships at left, right, and centre. Without, in fact, you know what? It'd be better off if he was a terrorist, and uh, I think you know that might well suit him best. Hober, I'm not sure. Well, that... I, I, I saw Gollum who joined us. So it wasn't Gollum, there was it? It was um, um, Doctor uh, Evil, Mister Evil, yeah, Doctor Doctor Evil, one billion dollars who joined us. Uh, now, do you see that? That came out of left field, and that that threw me there. <laughs> well, is... I'll, I'll have the chat with Alvin next week, and I'll see how it goes. And I'm, I'm just hoping he's going to give Jimmy one more chance because I think we all believe in Jimmy, don't we? Don't we, Fluffy? Oh, J- Jimmy is one okay. of the greatest truckers ever to have joined the Hutton Truckers, without doubt. So I'll see how that goes. Um, in other news, because obviously. Trying to find Jimmy a job has been quite difficult this week. I've been running a little bit of a specialist competition. Um, not to all the truckers, but just a few out there. It's known as Operation Cereal Box Prizes. And it's all about helping out the Hutton truckers in different ways. And uh, to the first commander who can find a glow-in-the-dark musical instrument will win a prize. So for those truckers that have been competing in that, let me know when you found one and... Uh, We'll get something sorted. Yeah. Next time you see a radioactive flute, or maybe a piccolo. A piccolo? Well, that's, that's the thing. We, we... Well, I have... it, it depends how far you are away and how small it looks. I yes. have to say that at Elite Meet in Glasgow on Seoul last year, I vaguely remember seeing a fluorescent green trombone. No, it was bright blue, I think, wasn't it? Blue, I think. That's right. Blue, Blue. yeah. Yeah, and and at Lavecon last year, the fluorescent blue trombone was uh, having a duet with um, a very large piece of wood. Oh, yes, I've I've blown into that many a time. (laughs) Was that Flossie's didgeridoo? (laughs) No, that's a diddly do. Flossie's diddly do, didgeridoo. Yes. We do remember that uh, Robbie at some point was fondling the uh, didgeridoo. <laughs> really? <laughs> he had terrible, to, terrible troubles to make it to make a noise. Um, that's another story again. Well, it, it's when, when giving instruction on how to play the didgeridoo. The most useful piece of advice that was given out was flap your lips more. <laughs> flap your lips. Um, make sure you blow and swallow at the same time. Whoa! <laughs> no, that way lies indigestion. I, I, I thought I thought that was uh, was it circular breathing. You should never mix your rings. I'm not. That's quite a sure. very useful skill, by the way. But I won't. I won't go into that. <laughs> God, we have a, a really highbrow show bring Hobart in five minutes later. <laughs> Hi, highbrow? No, 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 no. This is Hutton Orbital. The highbrow one's on a Tuesday night. Oh, I was thinking of Leal's face. Um, that was the problem there. Uh, I was thinking of highbrows. Uh, and, highbrows. And segueing into Tuesday night, 
Um, I understand there's a Kickstarter on at the moment, which they may have mentioned, which we're only going to do in passing. Yes! Oh, no, I'll, I'll go for it. I'm a, I'm a massive role-playing game fan, so if you'd like to uh, sign up to the Elite Dangerous role-playing game, you can find it on Kickstarter by searching Elite Dangerous role-playing game on Google. Um, sign up, join in. They seem to have a very new system of role-playing games for Elite Dangerous. I know there's one previous called Elite Encounters, which is very good. I have play-tested it myself. I'm a fan of role-playing games, so See, why the best wouldn't thing you want is more you can fly one? to Hutton Orbital, you can park your ship, you can go into the Hutton Games Room, you can open up a game and pretend that you're a space pilot in the universe flying to Hutton Orbital with dice. Yes, exactly that. No, I don't think I'm out of turn uh, mentioning that um, as a... Uh, Lave Radio and I've helped them out we have had a little opportunity for a sample of the ED RPG uh, just last Ooh. just last evening just the evening hence and it was and by RPG we do not mean rocket propelled grenade no 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 def- well though that no that was a fozzer propelled grenade uh, we're hoping to get a, an episode edited version of that out for your enjoyment so that you can see the kind of construct that it has um, if I had to uh, compare the two they are very similar um, and where one has um, less detail the other has detail elsewhere so they're very different in the technical aspects but they're both flipping excellent fun so uh, how to choose between the two of them don't bother buy them both yeah i would agree buy them both definitely bring them there's, to, there's room for more than one in your life bring them to elite meet I mean, learn if you're in fact if you are an excellent gm out there then for the likes of elite meet this year and for LaveCon and possibly later on the year for Fantasticon, we'll need GMs that are willing to create games for these RPGs so that we can run plenty of games at these events. Because they're I, always I, I'm, I'm up for doing the Truck into Hutton one. Are you? Which is 45 minutes of drinking and doing nothing. <laughs> you well, start it's an hour and 15 minutes about of drinking and doing nothing. 20 and then minutes. 10 minutes of shame. <laughs> 20 minutes of absolute chaos as you try and start your journey and then you're off to the bar and sit and drink. That's brilliant. I'm 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 down for a seat in that one. Yeah, so I, I, I roll I roll so six on, on, on could, could, drinking could you, could you roll for your pilot skills? Yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to spoil anything of the EDRPG experience we had, um, but it was fantastic and it's great fun. And we had so much fun. And this is the problem. It's just downright fun. Both of them are fun. And that always comes down to a very good GM because, um, you know, the game is only as good as the GM. And... Well, the, the the list of names involved in the Kickstarter and the various tiers is quite a, a who's who of the elite universe as well. I mean, from artwork through to the, the writing, the lore. Um, I mean, it, it's a bit of a who's who. I have to say that, uh, obviously, through the various different uh, forums and the Photoshop sites that we were part of earlier on in the 
whole campaigns that we've been through, we had the opportunity to do some photo nips of a very talented and excellent graphic artist called Joss Attack, who worked with Frontier, and he's back and behind an awful lot of the concept art. So if he's involved, it's going to look stunning and amazing. Well, I mean, there's, there's on the Kickstarter page, there's one of some kind of planetary module with legs on it. And this is the stuff we don't get to see as well. So um, the behind the scenes nuts and bolts of, you know, li- little vehicles and widgets and, you know, oh, I, I assume there's probably ray guns in there as well somewhere or, you know, portable beam pistols. Um, but it is all the stuff behind behind the scenes that creates the flavour of this rich universe we inhabit. Exactly. As long as you've got people with imagination, and that that's the main important thing for role-playing games, as long as you've got people with that kind of imagination that can make an amazing world that we already exist in, but make it ten times better. Oh, I tell you what, I go to some ways. of those planetary settlements, those round ones with the, the roadways and the no-entry signs and everything, and I imagine there's some great stuff to do in there. Now... We're going to go up and say hello to everybody that's hiding in the green room uh, in a couple of seconds. Now, I know, Hober, you've got a, a point you want to make. Do you want to make it before we go up while you've got a bit of peace and quiet? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm incredibly humbled. Um, I got an email yesterday from Mick Donegan, the CEO of Special Effects, and he asked me, Commander Hobermello, to become an, an ambassador for Special Effects. So... I will be taking up that role on behalf of Richard, my cousin, um, who really inspired me to do the, the Hobers bike ride um, last year and to say that we'll be doing another charity bike ride this year for special effects and it won't just be Hobers ride, it will be Hutton Truckers ride. We will get as many truckers as we can on two-wheeled or four-wheeled depending on your uh, cycling experience and we will be doing as much as we can to raise money oh, for special you effects unicycles as well excellent only with bagpipes <laughs> Ooh, flaming bagpipes Ooh. and tattoos well, well first and of all health. health and safety dictates no flaming bagpipes before we go on then can i congratulate <laughs> you flaming bagpipes <laughs> sorry Dave. can i congratulate hober on a well-deserved ambassadorship for a fantastic charity Fun, Thank you very fantastic much. news and very well deserved. And and he, you're being joined by another new ambassador, uh, Mad Dog, as well, who's Ooh. recently been asked to also Wonderful. occupy an ambassadorial seat. So you're in good company. Well, I, I, you, do you know what? If you're supporting special effects, then everybody should be an ambassador because the amazing things they do for disabled people and getting them into computing and computer gaming and just having that that kind of normality that we all have is is an amazing thing. Now, well, basically, having bloody good laugh with mates. Yeah, I mean... I have, exactly. I did notice as well that, Dave, I think, have you been an ambassador from the... since the HD, HCS voice pack time? Is that about right? Or before? Oh, crikey, yeah. I've been ambassador now for um, well, nearly a year, I think. Have you got any, any tips for the likes of, of Hober and, and Mad Dog and any other commander that may have become an ambassador recently. No, I mean, carry on doing the same. I mean, yeah, they ask you to be an ambassador, and they ask me to be an ambassador. I wouldn't make much difference to the fundraising or the bits and bobs that I do. I mean, my um, quarterly statement comes in from HCS, and 
the money comes in, the money will be going out. I think I get my first quarterly statement sometime soon, and the money's going straight back out to special effect. It, but it's not just about the pennies. It's also about evangelizing about it. It's about telling as many people as possible. And we already do that a lot. What I found was that um, it spurred me on to do more. Which is, yeah, I don't know how much more I, I, I can do, but yeah, to, to help other people fundraise and get stuck in. But it get also is a re recognition from the thing. guys that um, the gaming community itself is very heavily involved in not just the, the fundraising, but also the fun. Exactly. I mean, that's it. We put the fun in fundraising for a charity that puts the fun into fundamental human rights. How's that, hey? There's a soundbite for you. You can stick that one up on your profile page. Um, well, I, I mean, they, they ask you for your mugshot, they ask you for a couple of words, and the, the couple of words I put up is that, you know, just day-to-day just -day existing and charities that help you with the day-to-day -day existence, yeah, they're great and they're very worthy, but existing without fun, that's no fun. So the work we put in is to inject some of that uh, enjoyment and joy. And it's, it's about, for us, well, for me, it's about social gaming. It's about the interaction we have on these kind of chats and the radio show. Um, it's not just about playing a computer in your bedroom on your own. It's about opening up the world of the internet and gaming and, and you know, sharing that time regardless of how you're operating your computer. Indeed. And possibly shots of Sambuca and half pints of uh, red wine. And, and giant pewter tankards. Could I make a small, teeny, weeny suggestion, uh, Hobart, for the hut and bike ride? Of, of course. The, the is, suggestion's always welcome. It's just something that stuck with me from the the whole reasons behind your first bike ride. And I'm wondering if we can't fit... Uh, his Richard's name into the title of it somewhere so that every year it, no not do it nude Simuth. Um <laughs> nobody wants to see that kind <laughs> of see, saddle sore that, that, that's where the name Dick Chafing comes from yeah crikey doesn't that seat uh, sandpaper on the seats of bikes for, no no stop it I'm getting all these messages coming in but I thought you know maybe we could have it as the the, the route named after him or something or the annual event named after him just to to keep uh, his name alive every year when we do it which is what he would I think appreciate being remembered Psycho Cow that, that's actually really really kind of you to ask and really beautiful and that is an amazing thing. So I I'm not going to well, we'll name, name it right now, but yes, we'll, we'll keep Richard's name into into the bike ride. Um, that, thank you. No, yeah, not at all. And it's also a, a fair point to say also a big thank you to the team themselves over at Special Effect. Um, you know, Baz and Dr. Mick and the whole crew over there um, you know, all the stuff we do needs people to actually get their feet on the ground and the, the wheels on the road with the vans. I think they said there were up to seven vans now traveling all over the country directly helping people. Um, and it's really nice when you go along to the ambassador's reception, which is the one that Hober uh, came to just before Christmas to, to meet the team that actually do the do and go and help people. And you can actually see the funds that you raise and, and what they do with it. You know, load the van up with some techie gear get your backside out there with a with a therapist as well and, and actually create the the technology, the customised technology people need. 
And part of being an ambassador is also, you know, get, get your hands dirty, go down to those kind of things, have a look at what they're doing, have a look at the games room, come up with ideas and, you know, just chuck ideas at them. They can always chuck the rubbish ones away, um, but they, they do like the input too. And not only that, it's amazing people that work for special effects. Having met so many of them, they they all care and give so much, not just for the charity and not just as a job, but they they give so much to it. It's absolutely amazing to have those chats with well, them and, and, seg- and understand into what they do. Yeah, segueing into your logo, they, they give a monkeys. They really, really do in a big way. Take it very personally, the loss of them. Yeah, and they do a fantastic job. Right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the new, improved Jimmy the Mug theme in case you haven't heard it. And while that's playing, we're all going to jump up into the green room for a chat with everyone that's been listening in there. And then we're going to let you get on with the rest of your evenings and end this broadcast. Um, But for now, but, but, but for now. uh, Before we go, before we go, um, next week. Uh Uh-huh. Are, are we are we are we eight thirtying? Are we are we are we nine o'clocking? We need to let the listeners know when. Okay, next week there are no meetings as far as I am aware. I'm meant to be having a hospital run tomorrow, but that has now been postponed. The next think date that are potentially going to be affected are going to be a date in February where there may be another meeting at the local school for children and uh, I may have to go to that one as well so that's going to be a bit more involved and may either be a nine o'clock potentially depending on the time these meetings are we might have to bump it back even a little bit later but we will let you know um, prior to that so that's not until the middle of February oh and and Baz just had your inbound message we love you too yes we do we love Baz you're an amazing man keep it up right right. so um, yeah do, do the do. We'll jump upstairs and um, are we going to get double feedback from the green room feed or are we um, going to cut the speakers? I'm on it. That's why we're playing a little bit of music while we do it. <laughs> 29 right, seconds to run, get this right. Through, through the door, out the door, in the door, sit down and find a space. Ready, everyone? It's Jim in the mood. Three, two, one, go! It's you in the mug, 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 it's you me, you me, you me, you me, the mug. Yay! And we're up here, and there was absolutely no issues at all. Perfect. <clears throat> wow, the green room's full. Can I have a seat? Yeah, let's. Uh, let's... No, stand <laughs> in. Yeah, what have you done with the green room feed? Oh, I, I gave him a very hefty boot as I, before I came in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was ready to drag him into another room there. And he just went boom. Nope, size nine's right up the arse. We are joined in the green room. We have Commander Bewilderbeast with Homer Mallow, Taris Fusion, Evenstar, Flossie, myself, Simon, Simoof. Simon's the one with his willy out. Snozwell's here. Vantaun's back through. Ventura's here. Massey's here. I think Massey was just about to leave. Odimon crew, who may have a pun or may not have a pun. Commander Ramforth with the horny hat on. And Dead Meat GF. And right down the arse end is our fan See super firing, firing, flying pilot, Rem Clep. Good evening, everybody. Hello. 
Hello. Hello. Hello. Hello. Basically, that's all of our listeners currently sat in the green room. Can I ask a question? Yes. Considering Mr. Mallow is now an ambassador, will he be handing Ferrero Rocher out everywhere he goes? Well, there'll be small brown nuggets, but we don't know what they're made of. Um, but there'll only be small brown nuggets as long as they've got the uh, the stink uh, lines coming off them, and that's, uh, <laughs> and that's a joke for everybody else who's in the pixels. team speak before the broadcast. <laughs> well, I did say the small sheep and small poop are the very out for Hobart. Right. Okay, well, we came in here to say goodnight to everybody, and I think that's probably what we should do. Well, don't, 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 before, before we go, we're yeah. going to go top, top to bottom, and, well, three words about what you're up to at the moment, from the top. Come oh, on. no. Come on. Right. Okay, Who the beast? I'll give anything to mute, Simon. Making cash money. Woohoo! Interiors Fusion. Absolutely. Well, where, where's mine? No, no, we know what you're up to. We're going to come back to you before the end. Sorry, Antarius, what was that? Absolutely, Bishop Willing. And Simon? Iconizing uh, team speak. And um, Mr. Naked stuck his willy to things. Um, writing something that might may not come to fruition, but may come to fruition. Being poor at maths. And Commander Snores? <laughs> and Snoz's handler. Who's Snoz's handler? Hang on a second. Is Alvin in here? That's Midden. That's Miss Woof. Midden. Woof. Woof. Uh, yeah, it's me. I'm data mining <laughs> the entire galaxy. And Commander Ventura? Editing audio. Commander Massey? Just did the CG and running missions out of Epsilon and D. So it was your fault that it finished early. You it finished, bastard. It finished, finished during the show. show. My fault. Oh. <laughs> finished about two seconds after I landed. That was frustrating. Oh no. And the <laughs> yeah. Odimon crew is silent. Commander Ranforth is Vikinging around the place. We have a special cameo by Commander Ranforth in a forthcoming production by the Hutton Orbital Performers sometime soon. And a few of them. A, a Ramforth production. Uh, Deadmeat GF is also on silent, so we're just going to assume he's got a horny helmet too. And uh, Commander Remclip, what are you up to? I'm drinking a glass of Captain Morgan and killing commanders. <laughs> Bloody and griefer. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Defied griefing. I'm going to keep it down to three words. Serial box prizes. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. Cryptic. Oh, three words. Two handed noun. <laughs> <laughs> right. And on, on that slightly. Um, I told yeah. you we should have gone. We should have just said her bye and press the music and gone. That's what we should have no, done. No, no, no. It's not the same without the chaos. No, it's not. It's the party not. continues after the uh, broadcast finishes. It does. Join yeah, us. We in, break in, out the Centauri Mega Gym now. Join us in the studio. Yeah, join us on Teamspeak. That's at teamspeak.laveradio.com or ts.psychocow.com. Or do we have another one, Simon? Do we have a Hutton Orbital one? Um, <clears throat> no, because the DNS never updated. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on a minute. That's a wee nudge to the person just next to you. Just give him <clears throat> a, wee, a wee elbow there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Well, we are going to bid you a good night. Thank you for tuning in and joining us. Sorry for the later uh, start. We'll be back to normal next week, we assure you. So that'll probably be about nine o'clock again. No, it won't. It'll be half past eight we'll aim for. Uh, our new tech is working brilliantly. We're happy with that. So uh, we are good to go. We'll try and get the Twitch running next week as well as a secondary option for people who can't or for any reasons have difficulty with the stream. Uh, until then, though, um, everyone in TeamSpeak can give us a big good night or a goodbye, whatever. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night. Take your six. And <laughs> I often do in the mornings. It's always good to you know, a quick wipe, wash. Um, and of course, thank you to my co-host, Dave, for joining tonight and keeping me on the ropes and on time-ish as best we could. But we will be back at the regular time next week. Thank you for tuning in. We are Hutton Orbital Radio Live, and it's always for the mug. And we will catch you next week.